Hey, Alan. Hello. <laughs> hello, How's hello. Good. How are you doing? I'm okay. <laughs> I'm a little confused as well as you, apparently. <laughs> I know. That change threw me off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like extra week there. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I, we were... I was like, yeah, the, the alert popped up and I'm like, hey. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, no, hold on. That was just record the thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah <laughs> I thought we were going to record yeah, do the onboarding. do the onboarding tomorrow yeah, yeah. and then that we were going to meet to record next right week, exactly but... i mean we, yeah. we can do that if you prefer i don't mind no <laughs> no no it, that's a quickie and then <laughs> no that's fine that's fine we can we can do this actually it, uh, it might might be worth also recording the onboarding tomorrow as well just as a reference point for you like it's because sure. i saw a software social also did a, a customer interview kind of thing so they basically posted like the the raw audio of the of a customer interview and it was kind of interested in hearing that as a like an, a bonus kind of content kind of thing so <laughs> ah cool yeah yeah that sounds good let's do it so did you notice it's already recording oh it is. Oh, nice yeah. one. Cool. <laughs> ah, sneaky. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, should I start recording? Hold on a minute. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I got that feature going where it's auto starts recording automatically locally Excellent. as soon as you log in. Cool. Yeah. But perhaps I need to make it more obvious so that the person knows that they're being recorded because <laughs> you didn't yeah, know. I didn't know too. <laughs> so... Even though it says at the top, but it's not, I guess it's not obvious enough. Maybe some like kind of notification thing that just kind of pops up and just says, yeah, maybe some kind of banner that just says recording. Yeah, has been recording and local yeah, recording in progress yeah. or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'll do that. So have you been? Good. It's like, I, I know it's weird because like, yeah, we talked last week, right? But I, I don't know, where the, the hell does the time go? <laughs> no, things are good. Things are good. I, I think also we were away for the weekend. So I were at mother-in-law's for the weekend. So I kind of like, oh, okay. I'd lost two days of hiking. <laughs> yeah. You know how it yeah. goes. And I'm kind of like, what did I do? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a bad habit to to kind of do this development of the weekends but it's sometimes unfortunately the only time you can get stuff done when you're juggling full-time stuff during the week and things and then like the kid often you know disappears for the like weekend days to go out and play with the trends so it's like oh i've got like two hours to squeeze in an extra bit of bonus work so exactly. <laughs> it's a bad habit, you get, but... a, get some 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 time some uh solid block of hours to, right. to work on things exactly <clears throat> and I, I don't know about you but i'm really bad i kind of um it's evenings i find it much easier to get into the zone than daytime so i have this terrible habit of like you know oh it's 10 o'clock i'll just do you know an hour before bed like one o'clock in the morning i'm like but i've just got to finish these things up. like <laughs> i can't do that during the day it's like you know my trying to get like a continuous block of just like I can do this and then you get distracted yeah. but evenings are so easy to get focused it's yeah yeah i've done that so many times yeah and, totally and then unfortunately my son has to leave for school like at 7 30 ish so yeah it, that doesn't it's not compatible unfortunately oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's a habit and it happens but yeah probably shouldn't <laughs> i've done that so many times it's tough yeah, I've brought my laptop to bed sometimes just to, okay, I'm just going to do a little bit just before I go to bed. And yeah. then, yeah, sure enough, you know, one o'clock rolls around and I'm still at it. And, and my like, wife is like, I, I've just got to finish this. This is yeah. <laughs> really important. Yeah. yeah. And my wife wakes up later and then she's like, you're still awake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bad habit. <laughs> yeah, cool. not, good. not good. So you've been, uh, you got any, anybody else on boarded? No, no, not no, yet. No, no, no. I'm the next one, right? So I'm the next. You, you're next. next guinea yep. pig. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're next. So cool. no, I haven't onboarded anybody else, but I've been busy making changes, applying changes based on that feedback. You might notice it looks a little bit different, not by much, but the screens are separated now. There's a little bit yep. of a split before it, they were all together. Right. No, I was just thinking it. It looks kind of... It's, it's funny how... You know, I, again, I'm not a great designer. I 
I'm not a designer. Uh, <laughs> um, <Same> <laughs> when you kind of make small differences and you're like, I think this is this is better. I'm I'm not sure. And yeah. then you come back to it like a few days later, and you you accidentally load like the the previous version or something. You're like, oh my god, like this this is terrible. Like <laughs> it's amazing yeah. how things do improve, and but you're not actually sure about it at the time. So like yeah. Yeah, I I kind of changed some of the like the border and the shadow on some of the the boxes on my thing. And at the time, I'm like, I don't I, don't, I can't can't tell which is better they look kind of similar just different yeah. but then yeah i hadn't deployed the new version and i, I went to the, the the deployed version production version i'm like oh, who's broken the site it looks terrible <laughs> and it's like oh yeah i made that change didn't i so okay it's, yeah that's i guess validation. that's validation <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. that's validation <laughs> this is the again one of the downside i don't know if it's downside or bonus of of it not being my you know full time i'm not concentrating on this all the time right you 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 are working on other things of most of the time and then when you come back to it you're like well i'm not sure who made that decision but like, yeah <laughs> you can be reasonably objective about the decisions because it's like i don't remember making that decision so yeah i can be critical yeah. of it because i'm not sure it was me <laughs> yeah totally and that goes with code too not just the visual aspects but with Definitely. code I've, I've come back to my own code sometimes and and then i look at it and i'm like huh what was i thinking when i <laughs> when i coded this yep. <laughs> No, I mean, absolutely. The best, one of the best refactoring or debugging techniques is to just like walk away. <laughs> and I do this yeah. all the time. And, and yeah, walking away from it for like, you know, three or four days at a time and coming back to it and then being like, wow, that was a really bad decision. <laughs> you could, you know, like I'd, I'd fire that person. That's terrible. But yeah, you can be pretty objective about it when yeah. you can distance yourself from your code. <laughs> yeah. And and there you go, start refactoring again, and yeah, especially for me because I'm so I'm developing dot plan in Elixir and Phoenix, right? And this is my first Elixir Phoenix production app, which I think I mentioned I, it wasn't intentional. I was like, oh, you know, I should try this out, see how you know, see how I like it, and then I'm like, oh, I've, I've built a thing. <laughs> so you just kind of so I'm very much learning as I go with it in terms of you know I'm applying all of the things I've known in developing Rails apps for ten years, right. but there's a lot of I don't want to say subtle. There's got some quite huge differences. I mean that the the concept and the structure and things is very similar, but there's a lot of unique functional programming things in in Elixir that I'm just not very practiced at. So there's definitely this constant reevaluating how I've done things, and then it's like, okay, I can refactor this now because I've learned a better technique of doing this. So it, it's definitely a big learning experience as well. It, it's yeah, normally if it was just Rails, you know, I wouldn't really think too much about that, you know. But this is it's definitely um, a different experience to be learning and building at the same time. <laughs> Probably yeah. not the most um, efficient, but eh. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's good. I mean, you're learning, and you're learning with a real, you know, real life um, application that that puts uh, a lot of things to the test. Things that right. That I mean, you, I, I you need. There was a, there's a discussion on one of the slacks I'm in, I think yesterday, um, like, you know, how should I learn a new language? And I, I think we mentioned this before, you know, I'm, I, I can't learn a language by building, you know, what the suggestions were like, you know, build a parser or build a, yeah. <laughs> like that has zero, like, I'm not going to learn anything. I'm just going to learn syntax and yeah. you know, I might learn some stuff and then forget it the next day because it's completely impractical to me. And so by building a real thing and, and actually solving problems that I would be solving in a normal process of building an application is the only way for exactly works for me. Right. Yep. Yep. So yeah. all the things I'm, I'm kind of trying to learn for, about Elixir and Phoenix are things it's like, okay, I don't know how to do this, <laughs> but yeah. I need to make it work. So it, it's like, okay, applying what I know from, you know, Rails and Ruby, but like the, the concepts are, quite different so it's like the, there's definitely a whole uh, process that you need to go through like but then it sticks because you've had to go through that right it's not you know yeah. the next time that comes up you're like i know this yeah. <laughs> whereas yeah, yeah. if i was writing a parser like oh. yeah <laughs> just gonna yeah. go in one ear and out the other right <laughs> yeah i find myself in a similar situation with um the fact that i'm building this app that i've never built anything like it before with audio video and recording and, you know, all through the browser and never build a, I, I've, I've been a developer for a long time and built a, a lot of different 
kinds of systems, but I've never worked on something like this. So it it's a lot of firsts for me. And I don't, sometimes, I, you know, it's the same thing. I don't know how to do this, so, but I, it has to work. I have, have to, to work, figure right? it out. So, yeah. you know. So have um, you released a production app that is entirely yours before? Or have you only worked on stuff as part of Teams that has been released? to the public mostly just as part of teams yeah mm. that it's entirely mine yeah, some of my side projects yeah i've launched you know okay. before right. yeah like three or four of them okay. before okay. fusion cast but none of them you know anywhere is close to what fusion cast is but yeah in, in terms you know? of complexity or completeness in terms of complexity because I've I have launched let's see two two or three other projects or products that mm -hmm. I worked on that were pretty complete I mean I could have iterated more on them and you know continue making them better but I did launch them you know okay. so they were mm -hmm. pretty complete at yeah. least good enough for mm -hmm. other people to use but yeah not not anywhere as near as Fusioncast in terms of complexity yeah and yeah, completely different types mm -hmm. of projects. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Okay. So this is yeah, it's it's it is a a big deal launching this one. Yeah. It's, it's it's much more of a step up in terms of yeah. Does this work? And does <laughs> yeah. yeah. As I said, you you know, I think yours is especially. There's a lot of moving parts, and it's all got to work perfectly for, it, yeah. for the product to work at all, right? Exactly. <laughs> one piece yeah. of that breaks down that you don't really have a working product, right? Yeah, yeah. So far, the biggest the biggest challenge I had was when uh, recording wasn't working. And uh, you remember our first recording yes. didn't work <laughs> very well at all. And that was kind of scary because I was like, it's the core piece of the product. And, you know, like, what's the problem? Where, you know, where's the bug? And we already talked about that in the in the previous session how the problem was in multiple places and it was you know logical errors and you know i had bugs and and stuff that i needed to rework and it was it was one of those where like it has to work i have to make it work because it's the core part of the product and it took me a couple of weeks to figure it out and it was like man it was it was tough but yeah, once I figured it out, Again, it was especially a big since relief. That's the core of everything, right? But I mean, yeah. it's this is also something that is very much on my mind. Um, releasing this in having been written in Elixir and Phoenix is I'm not used to debugging this in production because you know, mm -hmm. like a, a Rails app, I know the patterns to expect in terms of you know what what happens to an application when it's got you know a bunch of users or the, they're seeing particular problems. Um, yeah. The biggest unknown for me in this is like I don't know how a an Elixir app performs in production and mm -hmm. what to yeah you know, what the problems mean <laughs> when, yeah. when you get a particular type of problem it's like what does that mean <laughs> yeah I know like Elixir has a lot of tools for going in and kind of debugging a live system but I've never used them in anger you know again I've played them played around with them but never to solve a live production problem so that will be an interesting learning curve. <laughs> yeah, so. definitely. Do you write tests with your? Uh, I it, it depends on the day. I'm. <laughs> I should write more. <laughs> so yeah. Rails, both Rails and Phoenix have a very strong like baked-in testing culture and systems. My testing habits are not as good as they should be. Yeah. So I tend to. I these days I write much more higher level integration system tests. I. I kind of got out of the habit of writing as many unit tests as I unit used to. Test, just yeah. I find them less and less useful as time goes on yeah. and much more of a headache to maintain. So if I the tests I write now are generally much higher level system tests, integration tests. So but yeah, that's also one of the problems of developing a thing that you're not sure what it's going to be when you start exactly. is it's it's like okay do i write all these tests and then realize i'm building the wrong thing or do you get further along and then say okay this is now a thing how do i test this so it's it's an ongoing challenge <laughs> yeah i totally get it i feel the same way i i don't to be honest i i haven't written any tests for fusion cast and part of it is that you know the fact that 
it started as a side project and as mm -hmm. all my side projects, I don't know if they're going to go anywhere. Right. I don't know. So I don't want to be wasting time writing tests. So I don't, I don't do that. And, and the, another part is with FusionCast specifically, it's a really difficult app to to write tests for Again, i mean i can write almost, tests right right you, I can write there's tests individual things files. in terms of like you know merging your files and making sure things happen but yeah the yeah. the end-to-end -end, i mean i guess that's where you know like integration tests are going to be the yeah. the main thing for you because it's yeah. like it's got to be an end-to-end -end process of actually recording multiple things and making sure they're joined and everything right as well yeah exactly so but yeah a lot of parts of of an app like this are really difficult to test because of just the nature of it you know the the you know video connection and and you know multi-part uploading and uh all that all that mm -hmm. stuff it's kind of kind of hard but yeah but i i see if it gets anywhere at some point i need to you know circle back around and mm -hmm. and then do some some integration testing and right yeah, higher level. But yeah, I feel I feel the same as you in terms of unit testing because when I when I'm when I'm coding and I, you know as I'm coding I'm testing all the time. I'm yeah. testing. Yeah, it takes a little longer to manually test, but I want to see this thing work. I right. there's to me there's nothing more obvious and and more what's the word I'm looking for reassuring right mm -hmm. to see it actually work and to actually feel it and see it. So. As I'm coding, I'm always testing, you know, everything as I go. So I, I feel the same way about unit testing. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, they're important and there's certain things that are worth unit testing, but I've also been, I've, I've come into many projects that claim to have, you know, amazingly complete test specs and, you know, like we've got like every line of code you know like 90 something percent test 99 percent coverage. yeah exactly and then you look at the tests and 90 percent of the tests are testing the framework it's this it's like yeah okay well rails does that <laughs> if yeah. you're stating a thing in your code so it's like okay there's you're you're making sure that you've done a thing but by writing the thing in the first place you've already done that so it's it's well worth you know testing certain things that you do and making sure that the outputs are expected to be the inputs. But again, that, that doesn't just because you have a high test coverage number doesn't necessarily mean that your tests are worthwhile or you're testing the right thing. So again, that's, it's difficult sometimes to, to understand that while you're writing the code, because you're in that world of like, well, I'm doing this, therefore I need to test that. And then I'm doing this needs to test that. So my very first job out of, um, yeah, second, Third, third job out of college <laughs> was I was doing QA stuff. So I was actually doing automated test. It was, you know, the company actually had separate QA departments. So we had this system, you know, like literally code would get thrown over the wall. We'd write automated tests to test it and then we'd file bug reports. And it seems ridiculous now that there was this wall, in, not a literal wall, but a, uh, a virtual wall that code went over. We didn't really speak very often to the developers. It was more of like, you know, well, we've got this thing. How do we test it? Um, mm. And it, it seems like crazy that that's how it worked, but that's how it did work. And uh, so I'm reasonably used to trying to figure out what needs to be testing or what the edge cases might be. You know, but so that's not what I see from a lot of tests that are not a lot of applications that I've come into as a, you know, as a developer, it's like existing products and it's like, mm. yeah, this is just taking a lot of time to run your tests. It doesn't actually prove anything. <laughs> right. So right. It's yeah. A, it's a topic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So totally. Yes, but I need more is the answer. <laughs> same here. <laughs> I but, get it. Yeah. I feel the same way. It's mm -hmm. tricky. Well, at some point, uh, at some point, I'll come back around, and we'll both come back around. And for sure, uh, I mean, I tests. think. Well, yeah, I mean, we're both in this this period where it's okay. We've gone through initial validation of like, yes, this is a useful thing, but there's a there's still a gap between is this actually a a revenue producing product that I want to continue investing in and maintaining and supporting for a, an ongoing period of time, and it's like, well, yeah. It, it, how much do you need to, yeah, there's a, but there's a balance there, right? When it's a project like that, it's not, you know, a paid for gig that you have to deliver on spec and to a particular quality. It's like the quality is 
to your customers, not to a specification, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what's is. new in your app anyway? Well, if you don't have much uh, recording, see what else. Oh, by the way, if you see that little little circle thing on the top right, I was going to ask that's, what's Excel. <laughs> yeah, that's that's is that a breakpoint for? Uh... It's, yeah, it's it's a breakpoint for for screens that I forgot to remove it and I pushed to production, so it's there. <laughs> it's not supposed to be there. <laughs> uh, I need to how put Excel under... it was immediately like, ah, oh, that's a tailwind breakpoint. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I have this little little widget thing that I that I created. I actually saw it somewhere. Someone had something similar uh, on a blog post, and so I created my own using Tailwind, and and then it's pretty handy. It's pretty useful when you when you're developing and you need to know where you're at, you know, resizing the screen and stuff, and it and it it helps you figure out code and debugging and, and that kind of thing. So I need to put it under a flag so it doesn't show up in production. <laughs> I didn't do that, so it's just there. So ignore that one. So I don't know if there's anything else actually that made it to production that's new. Actually, let me, let me try something real quick. Let me share a screen and then let me know what you see. Cause I don't know if I made that into, if that made it into production. See, where are my screens here? Trying to find something. Okay, here, some, some code. Did it show up as a larger well, screen? Or one, and I've been moved to the corner. Yeah, very nice. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, so you can see that, but you can't see me, right? I can see you as well. Oh, you can see me, me okay. Yep. So it's, it's both of us in the corner and then the screen. Yeah. So, nice. okay. So that made it into production. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> so I'm working on that. So that way we can still, everyone can still see each other mm -hmm. while sharing the screen. And the screen is more visible because mm -hmm. it's, it becomes larger. As opposed to before where if you shared a screen, it was like a little tiny window, just like another participant. Right. And you could either um, full screen it or not, right? <laughs> so you can yeah. either see the full picture or like... <laughs> or not, yeah. yeah so yeah. You, you can choose to do that. So nice. so th this also, as you mentioned, this records the original stream of both your the screen you're sharing and your video as well, right? It does in the cloud. It does record ah, okay. everything, that's, everything that's added into the room, hmm. including the screen share, gets recorded in the cloud. Okay. Now, in terms of local recording... At the moment, it's not recording the screen, right? Because it's it's recording the participants' video cams, right, right, right. So I would have to add an additional track that records the screen I'm with you. at yeah. that point. So mm -hmm. that's and I think we might have talked about that. So I yes, I would yeah. I would add that in the future. That's right. Yeah, I remember yeah. talking about that now. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So. <laughs> Right now, what I'm working on is uh, refining that a little bit. You might have noticed that, I don't know in your case, but in my case, the screen's kind of shifted. So, it does a little bit of a flicker when it moves it, yeah. Yeah, yeah but also the position. Yeah. So right. my screen used to be on the left. Now, after turning off screen sharing, I'm on the right and you're <laughs> right, on the no. left. No, that, that's the same. <laughs> okay. So it changed for me. Okay. So... So I'm working on handling the screen share functionality a little better now that I, I got some of it going. It kind of, so basically now I'm working on better handling of the layout when, you know, screen sharing is on and when it comes off and the screens should stay in the same position and not shift. So basically your own screen should always be on the top left right? and everyone else should be you know, after. Yeah. Yeah. And so another thing that I am working on is changing the number of total participants supported I might be from four that. to yeah. six. Mm -hmm. So now it's going to be six, but with that comes the challenge of layout. So, because now I have to support more screens and they have to fit and they have to all resize properly. So I'm refining that a little bit. I think some of that made it into production when I did the the, sc the screen share resizing, mm -hmm. but it, it needs to be polished a little more. Yeah. And now that I'm supporting six participants total, uh, I'm working on that. So that'll be the next um, update. Very nice. And 
let's see what else did i push oh the auto recording like you saw it now starts recording automatically and oh the other nice little features i'm working on are status updates on the screen so that you can see who's muted whose camera is turned off cool. and who's recording locally and who's yeah. not so you'll see little nice. icons right below your name where you can see statuses basically this is looking really good <laughs> it's it's <laughs> all really coming together yeah you, you definitely need customers now <laughs> you, uh, yeah right you're ready you're ready i don't like there's no excuse now. i know it's getting there <laughs> no seriously this is uh i mean i think you're in the territory of you know like this is beyond a that, that mvp level of being able to you know have meaningful users all of these are just you know very Mm -hmm. nice improvements but yeah i think you're you're way beyond that point now of it being like you know pre pre-production awesome thank you thank you i yeah i'm trying to trick my brain into thinking that way <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I mean I, for me for tricky. for me it's like uh like oh i'm still you know in very much beta mvp yeah. it's still mm -hmm. not ready you know in my mind my mind goes there you know of course like, yeah, oh, yeah it's yeah. not ready and you know <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I'm in but, exactly the same point now. So I, I'm definitely, so my, my goal was to get some people on board last week and, uh, and I mm -hmm. didn't, especially okay. since the, for, for the weekend was, I knew that I was, had to leave on, you know, Friday afternoon. So I'm like, okay, this is probably not the best time to, <laughs> bye. <laughs> to fun. do that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, all right. And then, so I was, you know, looking at it fresh, you know, Sunday night when we got back and I'm like, okay, what, what do I absolutely need to finish in order to you know, get it out. And then suddenly you're like, oh, I really need that. And I need this and I need to, and I'm like, hold on. This is, this is not the point, right? This is that they know that it's pre-release. They know that it's early access beta, whatever you want to call it. And yeah. they, they are understanding, um, people. So I'm like, but, but I really just need to finish add these things before it's suitable. And uh, it's, so yeah, I'm, I'm going through that very much right now. And so yeah. I, there's no excuse really I can think of now to not give them access like tomorrow or Friday. So it's, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I've reached that point where I'm really running out of excuses. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as you, as you know, there's a million things yeah. which I'm like, this is completely unsuitable. This is nowhere near finished that this isn't ready. It really needs to do these things, but I'm reaching the point now where I, I'm like, hold on, that, that could go on forever. And I really just need to um, accept that and, let people try yeah. and yeah yeah you should you should definitely you should it's the hardest, <laughs> it, it is literally it's i think is probably the hardest point of this entire process is just like getting over that hurdle right yeah you know like the, the, of course there's ongoing improvements you know starting the thing is it's not difficult you just start writing code right you once you find the, the thing you're looking for talking to potential customers is not that difficult because people seem to be interested and want to try it out. It's just, yeah. it's literally that point of going, all right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The hardest part of this process. Yeah. As a, one of the, the last person that I onboarded, actually, he made a nice comment about it and he said, you know, it, yeah, wow. He's like, it, it looks, it looks so complete. It looks so polished already. Like it's nowhere. When I launched my product, he's like, it didn't look anywhere <laughs> near what this looks. I'm this telling looks you, like it looks, looks fantastic. It looks really good. And yeah. oh, thank you. And, uh, and then he's like, yeah, just, just let me know as soon as you're ready. He's like, I'll, I'll be your first customer. And like, oh, wow. You know, thank you. But yeah, in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, it's just, yeah, it's not ready yet. <laughs> no, I, but it, every single day I'm going through this and it's like, I can't, but it doesn't do this. <laughs> and then yeah. you know, I look at some other similar products that are you know, well, not even similar, but you know, vaguely related. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, they only do like half of what mine does. <laughs> and I'm still like, no, it's not ready. It's not ready. And it's like, people seem yeah. to be using theirs and paying for it. So okay, what am I doing here again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So let's see what else. So I'm working on those statuses that'll be in pretty soon. I'm pretty much done with that. And also hoping to also include one more change to, to the next deployment is remote controlled recording in, ah, cool. in the sense that, you know, the, but I want to make it a flag driven feature so right. that if you choose to, to use it that way, the record button won't be available to other participants ah, okay. only, only to the, only the, 
the the controller, right? Right. Yes, only to the host who controls mm -hmm. everything. And so when they click record, it automatically starts recording for everyone in the session. And so I pretty much got that working. I, I still need to tie a few loose ends, but it's pretty much working where, you know, I can do that. Just the, pretty, the pretty biggest, much. The, yeah, as you said, the, these are all nice to haves, but not, yeah, you say not, not essentials, but the, is there anything that you need to do that is, that will have a fundamental change to the way somebody uses it and not an incremental improvement. Like for example, so one of the things that I desperately wanted to get in to mine before I led anybody on it was, so you basically have like, there's you know, people do check-ins, people respond, comment, whatever. I wanted mm -hmm. to be able to show like the latest activity, kind of like an activity feed on your check-in. So like somebody's commented, okay. you know, view it. And so in order to support that, I needed to make some database changes to make sure that that was populated. So the feature is is simple right now, but it's there. And even there's things that aren't exposed, but are being recorded and, you know, logged in the database. So I do desperately wanted to get that in before I like started to let people on, even though the, the feature isn't finished, that the changes needed to be in there to be able to track it. So is there anything like that that's effectively need to be done like underlying architecture wise, or is it like literally just features that are, are stacking up now? Uh, well, in terms of, hmm. In terms of architecture, it's more more in the infrastructure layer right. mm -hmm. that I, I need to make some improvements. Like like, so you, you've got the, the managing of files that have been like temporary files, you know, where stuff's saved and cleaned up and all the rest. So it feels it feels to me like that's probably the the bigger barrier to you onboarding twenty customers than having a feature that does something for them, right? <laughs> Yes, you're right. You're right about that because yes, th these are these are features that came about from the feedback that I got, you know, with onboarding some 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 of the people and and so I'm trying to push those because they're they're sure. really really nice features that they pointed out that would be really useful to them. Right. So, but but yeah, they they're not must-haves at this point. Mm -hmm. But in terms of of changes that that are preventing me from you know opening this up mm -hmm. to more people i would say it's more infrastructure changes that mm -hmm. i need to apply you know bring in a load balancer and have at least two servers behind a load right. balancer for redundancy and you know little improvements to maybe caching and more more redundancy in, in in at the database level as well you know right now i just have one database there's no replication mm -hmm. there's none of that so, so I need to make that stronger yep. before I can feel comfortable mm -hmm. bringing in more people. So that, that would, I, I think that that would be it in terms of road blocking, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. things, right, right. but in terms of features, I think, I think you're right. It, it's pretty much ready. <laughs> and these other things are, are more just enhancements. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think that if I was in your shoes, that would probably be my priority list, uh, like the, the order in terms of like get those those fundamental changes in. Then there's nothing effectively stopping you saying, okay, like, and I can onboard ten extra people, or I can, you know, like start to right. work through whoever wants to go on it. Of course, then you actually have to build them. <laughs> so that that would be yeah, my, yeah, my yeah. I agree. Yeah, no. And thanks for pointing that out. That's yeah, <laughs> well, I, I mean, no, again, I I, it's easy I, for me I, to say that. I it's much easier. Totally to, appreciate that. It, it's much easier to critique somebody <laughs> else than it is yourself, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, but that's totally true, yeah. and no, I really appreciate it because it. Yeah, and I think I need to really buckle down and 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 work towards that and make those mm -hmm. changes instead, and and kind of postpone these other enhancements for later. That would, would yeah. definitely, but the thing is about them as well there, I, I mean, I went through something similar, you know, a few weeks ago when I set up all the AWS stuff, you know, and again, I was similar to you, I was running on, um, you know, mini stuff like, you know, the free database layer and, you know, like all the freebies to, to just during development work and I'm like, okay, like 
if I let somebody on, I can't do this. So it, it's ripping off the band-aid. It's just like, I've, I've got to go through, you know, a, a Saturday of setting up infrastructure and doing that. So I, I did that. And, you know, again, I made some some changes to the deployments, the, the database, all of the uh, DNS stuff and everything. So now it's, that's set up how I want it to. And now it's like, oh, I've done that. That's, I can just deploy and I can, it, it does remove one barrier that is, it, it always feels like, well, ah, but I can't do that because of these things. And I say, I'm just trying to work through all of those yeah. mentally, <laughs> but what's to stop me just giving yeah. out a, a code. <laughs> so. <laughs> Removing those excuses. Yeah, so literally speak. it's, it, it right. really is. Yeah. It's just working through those in your mind, crossing them off one by one. <laughs> So I'm going to get to yeah. the point where I'm like, oh, I've got no excuses anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As I said, that's not yeah. easy. Not an easy thing to accept, but I mean, yep. It's, yep. it's exciting, but terrifying. Yeah. I say it's, it's the hardest and the most, I think it's, you know, we're, we're all terrified of external input, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. We need yep. it, but it's, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's hard to get over that. But yeah, I think in terms of changes, I think that's it for now. That's that's what I have. That's what I'm working on. Yeah. How, how about you? What about thought plan? Yeah. So again, I I did a, a whole, once I'd got those, so I wanted to get this like activity tracking and things in just to make that feasible because again, I'd hacked in a very, very early way, just actually just hitting the database just for like manually, like the brute force way of, of calculating that. And it's like, that isn't, isn't going to scale. It's, it's fine just yeah. to, to see how it looks and to see how it feels and to, for me to understand what I need to show. And then it's like, okay, I need to actually make this something that, that will work, you know, performance wise long-term. So mm-hmm. I did those changes last week and nice. now that's in, yeah, it's just a case of like, okay, I, I started to run through it as a new user and you know, came up with another list of 20 things that are like, oh, okay, I need to address those. And so there's most of those are now addressed. There's the biggest thing, which is not code related, but is, is very, I'm trying to figure out the, what to do about it is there's, as far as the onboarding process goes, it's, it's, it's pretty straightforward. You know, it's just slash you sign up, you uh, can add team members if you want to add them, add them later. And then it says, well, you haven't made any plans, click here to, to make some plans. And it's literally that explaining that, you know, there's a little bit, little bit of text above each one saying what you should do, but it's the fact mm-hmm. that I need like some, I, I always, I never really liked that whole thing with the, you know, like the tooltip thing that moves around and says, you should do this and this does that. And it's like, just go away. Yeah, yeah. But I almost feel like I kind of need something like that now. So the the idea is, you know, you, you can fill in your to-do list and then you can literally check them up. It, looking at it fresh as a, a first user, it's not obvious that, um, you can click a like the, the empty check mark to make it checked, to move it, to make it done. So the moving things around on the page doesn't feel obvious. And again, it's something that I've been too close to to be able to see it. And I think just mm-hmm. going through the the first user, the, the fresh user experience, it mm-hmm. doesn't feel obvious to me. So I'm trying to figure out whether I should do some kind of uh, tooltip thing that hovers over it and says, you can do this and then click that or whether mm-hmm. I should do like a video or some text description. And I don't feel I have a clear answer there. And mm. I, so regarding the onboarding thing, so I've got uh, like three people, like absolutely, I know I'm going to use these people first. And I know one of them is like, just send me the email, I'll figure it out. Like, I don't don't need to walk through it. Yeah, just, just send me the email and, you know, I'll, I'll figure it out. And I'm like, so I... I it would be easier just to talk them through it, but they're like, no, 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 just, just let, let me figure it out. And I'm like, okay, so how do I make it so that it's obvious to them without them coming back to me and saying, well, what do I do? Because it, I really don't, don't want that. So I don't know if you have any suggestions. <laughs> I'm all ears. Oh man. Okay. Let's see. The, so the, the, they the just want to do it on their own. Basically. Right. The main three ways I I'm considering are literally doing like a, a mini in the corner video, which says like, you know, how to, how to use the, the planning page in a, you know, it could be a literally 20 second video that could probably cover it all. Just embed it in the corner, close it to make it go away or like a 
tooltip type thing or have more of a like a like a banner that says you know a, a kind of an instructional banner that you can just dismiss entirely so those are the three mm-hmm. things that i'm considering and i maybe do all three i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well i think you should not do all three because that no. that would you know <laughs> take longer it's no. so, okay <laughs> so just do one of those and i would think if you so if you if you do the video if you go the video route do you have a good place in your ui where you can place that would it would it the, mess the with your ui right, the bottom right of the screen if they're looking at it on desktop on mobile then uh, all bets are off uh, on desktop the bottom right of the corner is kind of unused it, there's a big blank space in the bottom right so that that is a perfect spot to put a you know an eighth size video uh, that's just like Click here and I'll explain how to use this page. So that's one of the reasons the video is kind of tempting because it's like it would it would also give make a use for that blank space. <laughs> it gives yeah. it something to do. Kind of balances yeah, I think the, you should, the page out on the first view. Yeah, I think you should go with the the video route because it's it's you know, a picture is worth a thousand words and a video is like even more. So and if you just you know, it would be relatively simple to create, right? It's just yeah. a screencast oh, with, yeah, yeah. you know, the, the, the steps and I'll put like yeah, and, and that's something that you on can... it and stuff as well, just so it's clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's something that you, you can, that, that would be useful going forward. You know, it's not just for this one person or, you know, it's not just for this phase of the product, but you could just make it a permanent feature of the product have, having these little screencast explainers built baked into the product the only challenge with that is that if the product changes later on then you kind of have to re-record the screencast because the ui changes or the the way the, the feature uh, works changes yeah. but but i think it's the clearest you know most straight way to to explain and and show I- that was Someone kind of, yeah, I, I was kind of, le- I, I was hoping you'd say that <laughs> simply <laughs> because it feels to me like the, the most personal version, right? It's again, I think I, yeah. I've said before, a big part of one of the things I want to do with this is make it a more like kind of homely personal product, not just a, a you know, corporation. So that yeah. kind of plays to that advantage, right? It's, it's me explaining how to use it. And if you have any feedback, then like, and subscribe. So exactly. it, it's, and it also, it, yeah, as you said, show is better than tell, right? So uh, yeah. it's, and if they really aren't interested, then just dismiss it and it's gone <laughs> and yeah. they can figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, it, I think that's the way to go. And I, I yeah, I was kind of, as I said, I don't really like those those hover boxes that move around. I'm just like, go away. I'm like, let, let me figure this out. So I know that it, if it yeah. creates that, and a video I'm like, I don't care about if it's there, I can watch it. If I don't want to watch it, I don't have to. So it feels less intrusive, even though it, it takes up more screen real estate. It's it it's louder, potentially. Yeah. So yeah, I guess even though it, it feels heavier way of doing it, it, it feels to me like it might be the right way. So I'm glad you yeah, confirmed and it's opinion. <laughs> yeah, I I feel the same way about those little those hover boxes or whatever that move around. Right. The UI, I I don't really like them, and it's even worse when they don't give you a way out. A way out, right? Where, exactly. Yeah, like, where it's just go you away. Have to go to each each <laughs> one of them. You have to you know keep going. You can't yeah. bail out of those. So yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan of those either. Yeah, it, it, um, I, I can understand why. I mean, there's a lot of it's interesting going through this process, you know, it's a long time since I launched my own product. As I said, I've done it before, but it was, you know, a long time ago. So there's a lot of things now in the the current state of web applications that I felt more like, ah, I don't, that I, I hate this trend. I don't like what, you know, what certain new aspects, whether it's almost like, you know, the flat humans in terms of you know, landing page stuff, whether it's these hover states things, all this kind of stuff. And it's funny. Going through the the process of now having to do all of these things myself, so many of them, I now know why they made those decisions. <laughs> and I probably I I'm not I, not saying I like them either, but I you almost end up at the same endpoint, right? You're like, well, you know, I don't I don't want to put photos on my page because that's very it's very like people have different reactions to different things, and you know you have to 
there's a lot more to consider if you go in the photo route, right? And then you're yeah. like, yeah, but I don't want to do like cartoons feels a little not right yet until I have more confidence in my branding and all the rest. So, and you almost end up at this point where you're like, well, it's, it's a purple flat picture of a humanish kind of thing. That'll do. And it's like, ah, I've, I've fallen into the same trap as everybody else. <laughs> and the same yeah. thing with these, these hover things as well. It's like, I, I don't want to be heavy handed. I don't want text on the screen, but I need to tell them that they should do this. How do I do that? I don't, well, if I just did that and I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> so yeah, I'm kind of, it's, it's revealing, but yeah. I also don't want to fall into the same trap as everybody else. Not, not trap. I don't want to default to what everybody else is doing without understanding why I'm doing it. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's exactly it. <laughs> But yeah, dude, I think uh, if you go the the screencast route, that would that would help. And and I can always change it, right? I can I can always A B A B test these things in the future. But for this initial pass, it feels like uh, an obvious route, right? Well, if you don't want to spend half an hour on a call with me, watch this video instead. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's only twenty seconds long, and it'll tell you what you need to know. So it, it feels like a, a a nice way of doing it to me. So yeah. Thank you for the yeah definitely affirmation yeah. of my my feelings. <laughs> yeah, there's a part of FusionCast where I need to do something similar to that because of the nature of of the problem, which is when you first go into a FusionCast URL and you know you're trying to connect or whatever, or basically any any part of the app where it needs access to the camera and the microphone, the browser has to allow the app access to those of course, yeah. devices, right? Yeah. So, and then for privacy reasons, the user has to sort of see that and, and allow access. And so, but if there is, if the user selects decline or, I mean, if they select block to block yeah. access, right? At some point, if they select to block, it goes into a, a mode where it won't show you that anymore. Of course, it, yeah, it'll yeah. Just, you, you it'll, can't re-get it, right? <laughs> like you can't re-get it. So like the browser is already blocking it and mm. that's it. Yeah. And so you can't see that prompt anymore. But the way I did it with FusionCast, it detects the fact that it's gotten into that mode. Oh, okay. And it, cool. and mm. it brings up a dialog box that says, your browser is blocking. Like there's nothing I can do about mm. it. Basically, you need to unblock yeah. it. And so the way to unblock that it's different for different browsers. Of course. So right <laughs> you now have to go I into just settings, have a, right? like and, a, and change it, right? Yeah, but there's a way to access it on the on the bar on the address uh, bar, that little icon mm -hmm. right next to it. You can mm -hmm. click on that. But if you've blocked it completely, then in some browsers that doesn't even work. You have to go to a little icon that's to the right of the address bar. Right where it shows like a little camera or whatever, yeah, yeah. or a little microphone, and then you have to go in there. Right. So it depends on the browser and uh, it might even depend on the platform. I need to do more mm -hmm. research on that. But right now I just have a sort of a temporary, you know, mm -hmm. instructions at that yeah, point, yeah. telling people how to get out of that mode. That, you, that's not a block of a launch. You know that you can't use that as an excuse. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 not at all. You're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> No, no, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold back because of that. But but I that's an area where a screencast would be, you know, perfect to just show the person Completely. based on the browser yeah, they're which using. Browser. Yeah. It's probably easier for yeah. you to to make as well, right? Because trying to explain yeah. where to click is a nightmare. One of the reasons yeah. that this is this is quite a nice solution for mine as well, because it's like go to here and click here. <laughs> so Yeah. It's easy. Yeah, much better. Nice one. So yeah. What else? What else do you well, have? What else um, are you working on? Again, lots of small things, but I say the big thing is just like what I've got, I've got to you know get this out. So it's anything yeah. that's that's stopping me from giving a link to somebody, making sure all of the email invitations are working for. So when you invite teammates to it, you know, making sure their sign up process is fine. Which again is not something I hit very often because it's I don't do that right yes. <laughs> and so that's one of the parts which i'm like okay I, I tried it again i'm like i need to look at this just improve it a little bit so there's 
and again, setting up, I had to set up a move to AWS email service from mine. I had to get approved by them. So you have to explain to them why you're going to send lots of emails, oh, hopefully lots of emails. So it, it, all of those things take time, right? And it's, yeah. I say, it, those are legitimate blockers. It's like, well, I don't want to be on a temporary free email service that doesn't work outside of my own domains. So I need need to make that happen. And so those things are all done now. So yeah, it's literally when I run out of excuses <laughs> in terms of <laughs> application development. So yeah, so I, I'm literally just going through and trying to make sure all of the, the first run stuff is working, which is, is how I hit this because everything else, as far as daily use, it's all fine. Of course, there's a million things which I don't like about it and want to improve, but none of them are good enough excuses to not release. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's just so, finishing off this this onboarding stuff. Really, now is is the thing which I want to get finished. So that's okay. my plan for for this. Yeah, tonight and tomorrow night is is okay. That's it. Those, so, are, those are good enough. <laughs> so any onboarding this week? Any plans to onboard? Well, hopefully, if I can get this, it's, well, by making a video, then I've got zero excuse because I don't have to schedule anything, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So if if I do that, then yeah, I'm going to send out a couple to the people that I that I know don't want to schedule an uh, an interview, so <laughs> they yeah. can definitely get them on board. And it, if it seems okay with them, I might even be feel brave enough to send out to a few others that I wasn't going to onboard yet, just because it's like, well, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <From> all in. <laughs> well, I say you do it as long as you don't have any breaking you know, breaking uh, features anywhere. Um, that's that part of it. Yeah, I mean, one of the nice things about this, because I've avoided all real external dependencies, even to the point of like, I didn't allow uh, photo uploading. So the obvious one is, you know, you want a, a, a photo for your avatar, but I even yeah. punted on that for now, just because I'm like, I, I want no external. <laughs> uploading is always a pain. And yeah, yeah, yours is entirely uploading, which is like, yeah, yeah, crazy. <laughs> so I yeah. even punted on that. I'll do that later. That there's nothing that yeah. doesn't stop you from using it. It doesn't stop. So I, I use the email address now to generate a a hex CSS color. You know, like a pastel okay. color based on the email address. So everybody gets a unique color that stays with them. But uh, you can't upload your own photo okay. yet. And I'm like, just like, ah, that, that can wait. That's not not blocking. So yeah, one of the nice things about this is there's no external APIs that it hits. There's no, apart from the obvious, like email and things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's quite nice. And so there's nothing breaking. Everything works. It's literally just like, is it clear what they need to do? Is, is, is there nothing that they're going, the, the, the obvious first things they're going to do, they all are obvious, right? Yeah, as I said, it, it's, it's getting to the point where I'm like, I, I can't, I can't delay this any longer. Now. <laughs> if nothing right. else, because my wife keeps asking me every day, like, <laughs> have, you, have you got any, yeah. anybody yet? Yeah, I, I just want to When are you going to launch? <laughs> when are you going to launch? Exactly. So I'm like, you know, yeah. if nothing else, then uh, I've got to, you know, say yes to that like it's done yeah <laughs> so, all right so, yeah. well good luck with that thank you so that's the plan yeah. for this week anyway so that's right on fingers crossed. cool nice, nice. all right i think i wrap it up if, and uh, don't have anything else we can wrap it up here 